All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias! Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. I hope you're having a great day. Hey, I, I, I hope that you like <laughs> that I do that little Spanish greeting every time, every episode. Buenos dias! I don't know. Like the Spanish culture is such a happy culture. I don't know. Saying buenos dias makes me happy. It just does. All right. If I only were a better Spanish speaker. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Like we become what we think about most of the time. If you want to be good at something, you have to devote mental energy to it. It's hard to be successful at all the things at all the same time. Have you ever noticed that? But slowly but steadily, I'm getting better at my Spanish. I've talked about this before, I think, but the more time I, I spend a lot of time in Guatemala, and the more time I spend in Guatemala, the harder it is to get to learn Spanish. Now, that may surprise you, but the reason that is the case is because now when I go down, I know so many people who, who live there who are uh, bilingual, who speak very fluent English and Spanish, and so whenever I go anywhere with them, they just end up speaking on my behalf. So I always make a point to make sure I go up more on my own, by myself. Okay, so I love meeting with donors. I just love it. I love being in the living room. And I've had something like two, uh, gosh, over 2,100, 2, over 2,100. I, I it's been a while since I... I updated the numbers, 2,200 donor meetings in my career. Uh, it's a, I've sat in a lot of living rooms. I've driven to a lot of different communities around this country. And it's a good thing I love it because that's a lot of meetings. And, and the reason I've had so many meetings is because I love it, right? I love sitting down and getting to know people, getting to know their story, figuring out what it is that makes them tick. What are they passionate about? So for me, it's like, I never think like, I'm so bored making my case for this organization, right? Like, because I don't go into a meeting giving the same song and dance, right? Like, I go in meeting with donors and I'm learning about them. That's what I'm doing on this meeting. I'm not making a pitch. I'm learning about them. And uh, I just love it. If you would ever like to do meetings with me, that, that's something that I do. Organizations uh, do bring me in, and, and I can either go meet with your donors on your behalf, or you can actually go out into the field with me. We're going to drive around, and we're going to meet with your donors, and you can see how I conduct a meeting, how I prepare for a meeting first in terms of uh, what, what's my best possible outcome, what's my minimum acceptable outcome, what are the key strategic questions I want to ask in this meeting? So you're going to see how I prepare for a meeting. And then you're going to see how I conduct a meeting. And I always encourage development staff who haven't had a habit over the years of asking strategic questions to just start. To just And I have my list of strategic questions. You can email me for uh, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Shoot me an email. And I'm happy to share my list of strategic questions with you. It's, it's a long list. Um, it's not exhaustive. And as you look through the list, 
I think if you start to think like, what would be my questions that I would add to this? Like you could just keep adding. Like there's so many questions we could potentially ask. Um, but if, if you've never asked these sort of professional fundraising questions, these, these professional development questions, when you start asking them, you may feel a little awkward. Um, but let me just tell you, like 2,200 donor meetings, I don't know, maybe I learned about strategic questions um, 100 meetings in or something like that. So 2,100 donor meetings, I've been asking strategic questions. And let me tell you what has never happened to me. No one has ever thrown me out of their house, okay? No one has ever, like, accused me of being rude or offensive or how dare you. Like, this just never happened to me. 20, 2,200 meetings. Um, so when, and I've been with development staff in meetings, um, and there have been times when I know for a fact that the only reason they're asking this question like there's a young development officer I'm in, I'm in a meeting with and they ask, like before beforehand we script the meeting and I'm like, okay, now the strategic question that you need to ask is this. And like they get to it and they have such a hard time asking it. They're so nervous about asking it. And I know the only reason they're asking is because I'm there, right? <laughs> like they don't want to have to explain to me in the car after the meeting why they didn't ask the strategic question that I scripted for them, right? But they ask it, and it works. They get a good answer, right? They get an answer that enlightens uh, the the path that we're on with this with this donor, and they they see that it works, and and then shortly thereafter they're on their own meetings without me, and they're asking the questions, right? So. Uh, let me tell you what happens when we ask strategic questions. I'm going to go through five different strategic questions here. Let me tell you what happens when we ask strategic questions of our donors. Now, I, I could say a couple of things like uh, we set ourselves up for success because the donors realize like this, this isn't just like, I'm not just going around thinking our donors like this relationship's actually going somewhere. I'm a, I'm a professional right? Like the questions that I'm asking them indicate that this relationship is going somewhere. So I'm, I'm setting myself up for success uh, by asking strategic questions early in meetings, okay? Like not, not having three meetings, get to know you meetings, and, and then asking strategic questions. Like from the get-go, I'm establishing where this relationship is going. So I'm setting myself up for success. Um, I'm also, especially for more sophisticated donors, more sophisticated donors have heard questions like these in the past, all right? So if you have a donor and you're calling on them for the uh, Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra uh, and and you're, you start asking them these strategic questions, the donor is going to go, oh, like, it's in the back of their mind, right? Like, these are the same types of questions that I was asked by the development guy from Indiana University. And, and then in the back of their mind, they're like, wait, didn't I just give IU 25000 last year? Like, And they, they put you in the same category in their mind as, as that development officer who they just gave 25000 right? So those are some of the subtle things that happen when you ask strategic questions. But I want to, I want to get more obvious here, all right? When you ask strategic questions, here's what happens. Your donors answer them <laughs> okay like when you ask a question 
someone answers, right? Like in this case, your donor, right? Like it's so obvious, right? Like it, so, so often I have development staff say to me when I'm coaching them, we're kind of working through their list and it's like, what, Hey, what do we need? What needs to happen with, with Harry Smythe? What, what's the next step with Harry Smythe? And we're, we're strategizing and the development person will say to me like, well, how do I find out fill in the blank? And I'm always just like, uh, ask, like, just ask the donor. Like, if you have a question, just ask them, like, just ask, like, you're not going to Google it. You're not going to do research to find it. Just go ask them, ask them, ask questions. All right. So let me go through five strategic questions here and actual things that have happened to me when I've asked these questions. So I asked uh, a gentleman, um, we're at a diner, right? He's an attorney. I say, um, if you were to give a gift above and beyond anything you've ever given before, what would you want to accomplish? This is a donor who's giving uh, a few thousand dollars a year, been doing that for several years. Uh, usually get, I think if I remember correctly, uh, he would give a couple of times a year, a thousand bucks, usually once a year, 2,500 bucks. So he's giving close to Let's, let's say close to $5,000 a year uh, over two or three or four different gifts. And I said, if you were to give a gift above and beyond anything you've ever given before, what would you want to accomplish? And the donor like sat for a second and processed the question. And then he sat back and kind of started to chuckle. And he said, if I tell you the answer to that question, you're going to know exactly what you need to do to get a bigger gift out of me. And I sort of chuckled myself. And then the donor went on to answer the question. He answered the question. Right? I asked a question. Donor answered. That's how simple it is. Right? Later, we did give a donor a proposal that showed him how he could accomplish that very thing. And it resulted in a $25,000 gift. Okay? Another question. So donor's talking. Okay, I'm, I'm transporting myself to this living room. All right. This is years ago, Austin, Texas. Donor's talking about his involvement with his alma mater, which happens to be Harvard. And uh, he refers to an endowed chair that he has at Harvard. Now, my alma mater, I'm not sure what endowed chairs cost, but I know they cost not as much as they cost at Harvard. <laughs> okay. So he's, he says he has an endowed chair. I just say, well, that must have been a significant gift. Like, it's, it's actually not even a question, right? Well, that must have been a significant gift. And the donor says, it was $2.5 million, right? Like, I asked, right? That must have been a significant gift. And the donor answers. So I don't have to go back to my office and go, man, I wonder what that, I wonder how much that gift was. Man, how much do you think a gift to Harvard? You know, I mean, sure, maybe I could have done the research in that case, but who knows? When did he give the gift? Maybe he gave the gift 30 years ago when endowed chairs were, were much cheaper or whatever. So just ask. I, I don't have to go back to my office and wonder. Now I know how much the gift was. Okay. So um, I'm with a donor. Again, transporting myself. I can, I can see where I'm at. I remember the donors I'm with. 
Do you have any guiding principles that govern your philanthropic decisions? All right, now I've asked this question many times. Many times it falls flat because people haven't given a lot of thought necessarily in, in many cases to their charitable giving. Maybe they, they know they uh, support a particular type of organization. Maybe they, they support only environmental causes, but they also support um, humanitarian efforts occasionally, or they, or, or they give to disaster relief when that happens, right? Or they give only to higher education, but they also support the, you know, the arts in their local community or whatever. Okay, that, those are the types of answers I commonly get. But occasionally I get these unbelievable answers. All right, so I asked this, do you have any guiding principles that govern your philanthropic decisions? The donor says to me, I kid you not. The donor says, yes, Clark, we have four. And then he, he went on, boom, 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 like to outline their four guiding principles, what they are, talked about them in a little more detail. So like now I know what, what motivates them to give. And I know, uh, and I have to figure out how do we fit into that. And when I eventually give them a proposal, it sure as heck better address how we're a fit with each of their four guiding principles that govern their philanthropic decisions. All right. So, fourth question, transporting myself back into the living room, all right, this is, this is in Greenwich, Connecticut, all right, of all the organizations you support, where would you say we rank? Okay, I've, I ask this question all the time, all the time I ask this question, on first visits especially, I will ask this question. Of all the organizations you support, where would you say we rank? So the donor's like, ah, you know, well, get, and he starts talking about different organizations he gives to. And, and I, it's kind of clear that we're not like near the top. Oftentimes I'll follow this up because rarely has a donor like actually made their list of one, two, three, four, five, right? And so oftentimes I'll make it easier on the donor when they struggle through for a second. I'll be like, well, you know, sure, you probably don't have a list. Would you say we're top third, middle third, bottom third? I, and I'll kind of joke, it's okay if we're bottom third. You know, I've never met with you before. No one from the organization's ever met with you before. Whatever. So, but in this case, the donor's sort of struggling through this question. And he's like, well, ac actually, let me just go get my list. And he goes to his office in his home, brings it back out. It's a, it's a ledger book, you know, kind of looks just like this. And he, he has a list of every organization he's given to this year. Every time he makes a gift, he, he writes it down, right? And then he tallies those up for the year. And so we're literally going through like the past two, three, four years of every organization he, he's given to and how much he's given to each one, number one. Number, and we were, we were like kind of the top of the bottom third, all right? I just asked where we ranked, and the donor went and showed me a list of all of his charitable giving for the past two, three, four years, all right? And then uh, another strategic question. So oh, one that I like to ask is, remember the first question, if you were to give a gift above and beyond anything you've ever given before, what would you want to accomplish, right? And, and the donor talks about that. And, and I'll, you know, gosh, is that something you'd be interested in supporting? You know, donor says, yeah. yeah. I'll say, 
you indicated that you'd be willing to give a gift above and beyond anything you've ever given before. What would be an appropriate amount to ask for? <laughs> like, so again, I have development staff saying to me, like, I have no idea what to ask this for. I don't know what the right amount would be. All right, there's some general guidelines to this, right? Like, they, they say they say a major gift is 10 to 25 times the size of the annual gift, right? So if a donor is giving um, $1,000 a year, right? Like, uh, I could conceivably ask them for 10000 to 25000 all right? So if a donor were giving $1,000 a year and you told me, um, Clark, I, I want to ask this donor for $50,000. Like, you better have a compelling case to make to me to justify why you should ask for 50 times the size of the annual gift. All right? If you're going to ask for 5000 which I do a lot, by the way. I do quite often upgrade donors from 1000 to 5000 um, That That's a little bit on the weak side, all right, in terms of how audacious you're being in moving your donors. Now, I feel no need to be in a hurry with my donors, right? Like, so I don't, I don't need to get maximum support right now, which is why I often will, will move someone from 1,000 to 5,000, make it easy for them, okay? But sometimes I just don't know what the right amount to ask for would be. And so I just ask the donor what would be an appropriate amount to ask for. And the donor tells me, Oh, you know, maybe the donor's been giving five thousand a year, and they're like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I know you have that giving club for people who give twenty thousand a year. It seems like that would be the next step for me. Or I've had donors go, you know, like a meeting with a donor, quite wealthy. We've been asking strategic questions. We're well into this process, you know. And donors, well, you know, I think low six, low six figures will be will be right, you know. Well, what's low six figures? I went in on that case with, I remember this particular donor, St. Louis, Missouri, went in for a, a gift of 250000 We got three hundred. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, yeah. What would be an appropriate amount to ask for? Just ask the donor. Oh, my gosh. You've just made the actual ask so stinking easy. You, you just... You just found out what the donor would be willing to give to, right? Like, what would they be willing to support if they were to give a gift above and beyond anything they've ever given before? What would they want to accomplish? They told you the answer to that question, and then they told you the amount. All right, like your next meeting is an ask, all right? And you're not guessing. You're not throwing something against the wall and seeing if it'll stick. You actually, like, know what you're supposed to ask for. And, and closing a gift that the donor has told you they want you to ask for and they want to give. All right? So that's it. Ask these questions. All right? And if you want more, if you, if you want to fill your quiver with more, uh, email me and get my list of strategic questions. It's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Just shoot me an email. Say, Clark, I'm looking for your list of strategic questions. And if you'd, you'd like to go out to the field with me, you want to go ask these questions together, uh, let's talk about that. Um, so you can mention that in email as well or, or schedule a time for us to do a Zoom call so we can talk about what that looks like. I love it. I love it. I love meeting with donors. I hope you do too. All right. 
that's all for today. Hey, remember, all right, here we are. Like we're getting close to Thanksgiving. Giving Tuesday's coming up. So if you have not gotten our free guide to maximizing Giving Tuesday, it it's basically now or never, right? Like because you you need to do some things leading up to Giving Tuesday. Uh, so if you're not gonna, um, like you either need to get it now and do those things now, or or you're just not gonna do it. And that's okay. Like may not be part of your strategy this year. All right. But email me if you're looking for that giving uh, that guide to maximizing giving Tuesday. All right, that's all for today. Hope you have a great day. Adios, mis amigos.